Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to The Season Keepers, the show where the only two people we recommend keeping for the season is us. My name's Matt, aka Clean Sheet Wipeout. My name's James, aka SK James FPL. Good to see you, mate. How you doing? Yeah, not too bad. Um, is this definitely recording? Yep, definitely recording. Doesn't look like it to me, but we'll, <laughs> we'll, roll, roll, yeah, we'll proceed. Um Great, great to be back, and we're going to run through every game as we do always. Absolutely, yeah. Obviously, we we, we skipped a game week that was kind of a bit of a, a short turnaround, and nah, such as live things have been getting in the way recently. But thankfully, for once, James, the games were finished on a Sunday, which makes life a lot easier for us. So uh, obviously, we'll cover all ten games that you guys have had all the way from what Friday to Sunday. Discuss the highs and lows of the game week, and then uh, go from there. So. First things first, James. Friday night, under the lights, Newcastle 1, Wolves 0. Yeah, in terms of FPL, I didn't. I wasn't really asked about this game. Um, didn't own a player from either team. Um, however, people have gone for the likes of Wood, Saar and so on. Um, Wolves clean sheet. Wipeout was probably good for me. For my yeah. rank, those Same. that are on Wolves probably would have hoped for a clean sheet, but... Yeah, Chris Wood maybe getting a bit of bit of confidence now, and I've noticed this, people are starting to talk about Newcastle defence, whereas that never used to be a thing. Yeah, I know. Particularly, obviously, they've got the double game week, game week thirty three yes. coming up, don't they? Both home fixtures, Leicester and Crystal Palace. So people have been, well, I say, loading up. People have been bringing them in um, over yeah. the last couple yeah. of weeks. You know, the likes of Shah, Wood, Dubravka, um, I guess some Maximan. You know, they're, they're kind of been picks that have at least been discussed in the FPL community. And if you've got, say, Dubravka in early or, you know, Dan Byrne, for instance, I know has been mentioned, you've got the benefit of the fact that you've just got the clean sheet against Wolves and now you've got two home fixtures to, to look forward to. And for me, because I've still got the wild card and the bench boost in hand, Wolves defensively are interesting. Um, obviously, we discussed off, off pod that... Uh, we're both now 0.1 short of uh, one James Madison. So um, I've got two free transfers. So I might potentially, obviously now that Doherty is um, injured, I could potentially move him on to, uh, say, a Dan Burton. And then I think I'd be able to afford Madison from Rafinha. Whereas at the moment, I can't afford it directly now. So something to look, yeah, look at. I would have to hit because I've only got one transfer. So I'm really annoyed at myself. I planned to do it yesterday, and typical that when I forget, there's a price rise. I think you've done the right thing, personally, and I, I was always holding off until Friday, because obviously Leicester play on Thursday. Um, it's a, you know, it's nil-nil in the fixture. I reckon they're going to go full strength. Madison's just played the full game of the last Europa League, played the full game at the weekend. If he plays again on Thursday, there's nothing to say that he might be one that gets rested at the weekend. Whereas, obviously, Harvey Barnes, for instance, got his rest at the weekend. So I'm in two minds, and I want to see how far that Leicester fixture goes. Because if that goes to the 420 minutes plus pens, and Madison's played the whole game, I'd be amazed if he starts that first fixture. I think he may still still do it, but, yeah, I don't know. It's um, a risk. Hope for, yeah, I guess, and obviously there's a risk of injuries and stuff, so... I'll have to wait till after Thursday night to yeah. make that call. I, th I think that's the best thing to do, particularly with Champions League and whatnot coming up as well. Are you likely to bring in any Newcastle if um, 
say you would pick up another injury potentially from Champions League, Europa League? Possibly. Um, another alternative now that I've been priced out of Madison, like I'm thinking of maybe I could just get rid of Greg Horst because he's been yeah, I would. <laughs> doing my head in. <laughs> and yeah, he's got a double, but then if I keep him for this week and then don't transfer him out next week, I'm going to end up keeping him for 37 and he's just that. useless in a single or a double. <laughs> Chris Wood, mate. Now, he, now he's got that home goal um, under his belt. I think he could be a good shout. And so Maximum, yeah. you know, he's always the lively figure, isn't he? So, Yeah, yeah. I've been, I've, I'm, I've been thinking about ASM, but it's, I always feel like he's going to get injured in the back of my head. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah, he's always probably one one explosive run away from pulling another hamstring. It's... Yeah, and if it's not that, someone's taking <laughs> him out of the game. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> As for Wolves, yeah, I, I don't think there's a lot to really say about them. They obviously blank in uh, 33 so we will uh, move on to, wow, one hell of a result for Frank Lampard. It was Everton 1, Manchester United 0. Yeah, brilliant game. Um, watched every second of it, loved it. Um, Everton just, yeah, the difference between the effort of Everton and Man, Man U was huge. Yeah. Um, the work rate, I think they actually ran over 10k more than the Man United players. Doesn't is that I heard? Does which not is, surprise um, me. Which is staggering, and it was clear when you were watching the game that they they just wanted it more. Yeah. And that goal um, really got the crowd behind them, and yeah, the atmosphere was was amazing, and it was such a big win for Lampard to get to get that. Oh, Obviously, huge. they'd have, I guess, expected to have beaten Burnley and lost to United, yeah. but they've they've done it the other way around, and I think they're. They'll be happy with the momentum this gives them. God, yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously it was quite a fortunate goal. Took a big deflection, but they're going to have to take that. And yeah, Gordon, you know, finally getting the, the goal. Uh, three bonus points for, for those that have got him is a, a cheap midfield asset. I, saw, play tomorrow, I, I was going to say, I saw a few people on Twitter that benched him. And yeah, that you've came away with a bit of, bit of a hole here. And if you've been unlucky enough that, you know, you've had no other player that misses out during the week. You've missed out on the on the ten pointer, but yeah, I think Gordon could be key um, in this run for Everton moving forward. Um, you know, Pickford played pretty well, made some good saves. United, on the other hand, were woeful, and uh, obviously, I, I think it sums up by the uh, the events at the end of the game. There, obviously, Ronaldo. We won't go into it in too much detail, but obviously, bit of a twat uh, smashes the phone out of the kid's hand on the way out. So petulant, and it really doesn't surprise me. But um, I've people, seen people on the free hit. Obviously, you've probably seen on Twitter as well. There's a lot of people on Game Week 33 free hit this week. So many people have got Ronaldo and um, Bruno in those teams. Yes, it's Norwich at home, but it's Liverpool away after that. Now, I don't even know if Ronaldo starts that second game um, against Liverpool. I just don't think it's the type of game that suits him. Um, so you could just get the one game from, from Ronaldo and I guess, unless you're captaining him, I suppose Bruno for the free hitters, I think it's an easy decision for those that aren't on free hit and are considering him. I think it's quite a risk because are you really going to hold him long-term like with the fixtures that United have got coming up, you've obviously got Norwich, but then it's Liverpool. Then it's Arsenal who are obviously fighting for Champions League. Brentford, they're on a better form. They've still got Chelsea to play. I don't think I'd want to be spending that amount of money when you've got the likes of Son, obviously on the form that he's on, that's cheaper. So, yeah, for me, I'm staying. Yeah. I'm staying clear of United. 
Yeah, I'm not going there either. Um, a lot of people did go there this week ahead of Everton or who have obviously been poor. So yeah. I, I did understand the move. But however, a lot of people got rid of Mo Salah to do that. Yeah. And yeah, he, he was playing City. But you're going to want him back. And you've probably got some value in him. And it's going to be hard to get him back yep. into your team. Um, so I think people really should have kept Mo Salah. Obviously... Some people obviously do have wild cards left, so maybe they plan to wild card him back in. Yeah. And fair enough, but yeah, it's just just one to to watch out for. Yeah, for sure. And um, moving on to a another surprising result, given the form of both teams, it was uh, Arsenal one, Brighton two. Yeah, this uh, really shocked me because Arsenal have been doing doing quite well, um, looked pretty solid, kind of pushing for that top four. Um. But yeah, Brighton have somehow come away with an away win. It's um, it's very impressive. Yep. Uh, Trossard finally Trossard. gets a goal. <laughs> yeah, about six weeks too late for us. Such isn't it? a troll, honestly. I was I was very impressed with um, Mwepu in the highlights that I've seen. Um, obviously, he's been injured for most of the season, barely played. Mm. Um, comes back and yeah, gets himself a goal and an assist. Um, Definitely not an FPL asset, in my opinion. You know, five, $5.9 million is so expensive. But I think he, looking at the way he ran the show against Arsenal, I think he could be key to Brighton, you know, getting a few results maybe towards the end of the season. They've got a tough little run coming up, Spurs and City. After that, though, it's Saints, Wolves, United, Leeds. You know, I think that they're decent fixtures for a team like Brighton. And um, keep him fit and a few of the other players, then, yeah, I think they could uh, potentially go on a bit of a run towards the end of the season because the last two, three months for them have been poor. Yeah, yeah, good luck. Good luck to them. Um, on the Arsenal hand side of things, they they were two, two of the players in my team that actually let me down. Mm. Most of my team did do well, but Saka and Ramsdale, both on one point, is, yep. yeah, it's very disappointing. Yeah, and obviously they've got the, the double coming up as well themselves, don't they? They play... Yes, they're they're going nowhere, but no. it is frustrating. Yeah, Saints away should be an easy fixture for them, and then uh, <laughs> Chelsea away could could be uh, could be more interesting. But yeah, the likes of Saka. Um, if you were on free hit, um, would you still go for the likes of Saka, uh, given the double that they've got? Uh, possibly just because of how cheap he is, he mm. might enable you to do. Other things, but um, I still I still think over those two games he's still a pretty pretty good option. Yeah, no, I agreed. Um, moving on then to a game that oh, I really don't want to talk about. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually going on um, Clash of the Correspondents this week with uh, Planet FPL, and I think I'm with Three uh, Five Who Adam for the the Arsenal correspondent. So obviously they've just lost to Brighton, and we've been absolutely fucking tonked by Chelsea and. It was the worst performance of the season. It was Southampton nil, Chelsea six. Yeah, not fun at all. Um, had the majority of the second half to play with us being like four, five, six down. It's just, yeah, embarrassing. Um, and kind of hurts a bit that it's Mason Mount doing the damage as well. Obviously a Pompey yep. boy. But yeah, even Werner scored against us. Apparently he scored more goals against us than he has against every other team put together. Something, something, it's a stat that sounds ridiculous, but Does, I think it's true. Doesn't surprise me. I mean, yeah, yeah, Mount ran the show, and Chelsea could then afford to rest play. Honestly, this could and should have been more than 9-0. 
genuinely, because within the first 10 minutes, I think Werner had hit the post and the crossbar. Um, Fraser Forster made eight saves, albeit I think three of those he made a save. It then rebounded out and Chelsea smashed the ball in. But we were fucking terrible. There's, I just... From start to finish, the the only player that looked like he wanted to be on that pitch was Carl Walker-Peters. Um, we changed formation three times in the game. Obviously, we took Romeo off after half an hour. Why we set up in a 4-4-2 when Chelsea play with width was beyond me. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was one of those results. And, you know, the likes of Havertz, Mount, Silver, they all came off early because didn't need to be there. And that, done, that yeah. saved us because, honestly, it could have been so much more. And uh, yeah, if, if you want to hear like a good 10, 15 minutes of me ranting about it, tune in to Planet FPL this week because I'm going to go hard. <laughs> not the first time you said that. No, absolutely not. You can just ask Ali. Don't tell her that. Uh, <laughs> uh, moving on very quickly then. It was uh, Watford nil, Leeds 3. Yeah, big game down at the bottom and uh, Leeds, Leeds have romped home. Um they they've not they've obviously been very good this season at scoring goals, yeah. but they've been poor at keeping keeping it tight. But they've managed managed mm-hmm. both of those things uh, on Saturday, yeah. and yeah, goals from Rodrigo, Rafinha, and Harrison. It's, it's ticking over quite nicely for them. It it was nice that the last couple of games, Rafinha's paid me back. Um, I've held him for so long and yeah obviously he got five points against saints 10 points to get against watford he's moving on now because um he misses out in game week 33 and then leads his fixtures palace away city at home arsenal away chelsea at home it's horrendous um so i think yeah if you're on leeds assets he's still 15 percent under the game i think yeah definitely time to move on and there are better alternative midfield assets to jump onto. but just want to thank rafinha for being a part of my fpl team this season and uh Depending on where he is next season, I might think about him again. But yeah, for now, he's done his job. Good stuff. Um, moving on to a game then that I managed to just get home in time to uh, to see was um, the score doesn't really reflect how tight a game this was. It was Aston Villa nil, Spurs four. Yeah, uh, I think Villa had an XG of like one point six. Yeah. and Spurs had something like zero point eight. Yep, and. Yeah, obviously we're very clinical. Um, Son Hattrick is, as a captain, uh, I, <sighs> I was absolutely gu- I know, I bet you were. <laughs> I, I was gutted, absolutely gutted. But at least Kulisevsky and Kane did something. And obviously I've got those two plus Doherty, which was annoying given they kept the clean sheet. And obviously he's gone off injured pretty early. Sounds like he's probably up for the rest of the season, if you believe the reports that you're reading. So that's frustrating. But yeah, congratulations as a Son captain. I've got to give you that. <laughs> Loved it. Was it 42 uh, it was points? On, it was on Salah at the start of the week and I changed my mind. <laughs> oh, that, that is one hell of a turnaround. Yeah, well, for, 42 points as a captaincy. He only played 77 minutes. Like, <laughs> could, could have been more, mate. done more. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, obviously, moving forward, Spurs, I think, yeah, they've got the single uh, this week. You're, you're not moving off of them, given the fixtures that they've got coming up. They've got a very tricky double, to be fair, in game week 36, Liverpool and Arsenal. But with the form that Spurs are on, I think you're going to hold. And I'd be, I'd love to find a way to bring in Son into my team now that Doherty's kind of out injured. But I just can't do it without getting rid of Salah. 
Um, I'd love to have Son, Son Kulisevsky and Kane. It's just not plausible. So hopefully the other two can at least match what Son is. But he seems to be on a real rich vein of form at the moment, doesn't he? He's looking sharp. I mean, you're 15, 12, 21. It's, for you, Son owners, yeah, you've done bloody brilliantly there. Yeah, I mean, it's only a few weeks ago that people were saying he was out of form. <laughs> yeah, I know, exactly. And then goes on the uh, the run that he's going. But I think Conte's got this Spurs team going and it almost feels like that they've kind of weathered the storm. Lloris made some brilliant saves. Obviously, he's recorded, what, eight saves in the game. Um, once they go one or two nil up, they really go for it. And obviously, they've then gone and scored a couple of quick goals after that. And that's what they've been doing in games recently. Whereas that's not the Spurs that we've become used to for the last two, three seasons, probably. So, yeah, I think Spurs fans are incredibly appreciative of um, the way that Conte's turning this around. Yeah, great shout. Moving on then to the Sunday games. And um, it, it was hardly a surprise for the, uh, the first result, given West Ham's efforts on the, the Thursday night. Brentford 2, West Ham nil. Yeah, this is what we uh, expected or hoped for at the start of the season. Um, Tony and Embremo setting each other up. <laughs> yeah, it's what, the... Uh... What could have been, but Tony's now, like, I think the second highest scoring attacker in the yep. game. Obviously, a lot of those have been pens, but they still count. And, yeah, credit to those of you that are on him and, and didn't mention. It's effectively the home bargains version of Son and Kane, isn't it? It, it is, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean... I think I listened to the clash of the correspondents from Planet FPL last week, and it was obviously FPL Dummies Tom, the Brentford correspondent. And he spoke about the fact that he expected Brentford to go back to a back four and how that would benefit Ivan Tony. And it happened, and yeah, it really worked, really paid off. I think West Ham were flat from um, what I've seen on the highlights, and it's hardly expected, um, hardly unexpected, given you know their efforts, as I said, on the, on the Thursday. I've got Bowen, which was uh, a little bit unfortunate, but it is what it is. And, you know, fair play to Brentford. They're safe. They enjoy, you know, looking forward to next season and uh, moving on from there. Great shot. Another game then that uh, I actually thought this result would go the other way again, given the, the Thursday night exploits, but Leicester made some changes and they paid off. And uh, it was Leicester 2, Palace 1. Yes, they did. And they... Um... A goal and an assist for Jewsbury Hall, which yeah. is a bit of a surprise. Obviously, he's very cheap. 4.4. Um, however, prior prior to this goal and assist, he's gone about... Oh, he's done fuck all. 12 <laughs> games without doing anything. So, yeah. potentially getting carried away here. Some people talking about him. Yeah, he's got one goal and two assists all season. And two out of those three returns came in this game. I saw the abbreviation KDH earlier and thought, who the fuck is that? I thought someone <laughs> mistyped KDB. But, yeah, it's obviously... a. Jewsbury Hall. Hall. Yep, absolutely. And obviously, Madison got himself an assist in this one as well. Zaha, I mean, oh, he's a bad end. Did you see his celebrations after the after scoring the penalty that made it like 2 1? <laughs> yeah, I did. I, I think they, they, he they, missed they, it. They were booing him and yeah. fairness, giving him sticks. Yeah. Oh, I guess what he's done. Oh, I know. But yeah, it was uh, obviously quite comical that Smichael saved the first pen. It was retaken. He saved it again. And then obviously, yeah, Zaha then scored the headed rebound. But I think, yeah, Leicester, they're definitely a team to look at, particularly for this double. And you'd probably say they've got the best double out of the lot, Newcastle away and Everton away. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, however, obviously, Newcastle and Everton have both looked... Well, Everton have looked 
decent as of the last game. Yeah, I was going to say, um... as of Man United, who haven't <laughs> looked great for the majority of the season, so it's difficult to judge. But Yeah, it is. But Newcastle have actually looked fairly decent. On yeah. the other hand, I feel like... But having said that, Everton have got quite a lot of momentum, so yeah. it's, it's hard to call, but you still fancy Leicester. It's tricky, and it all depends on this Thursday game. Obviously, it's nil-nil with Leicester, as we've said, and uh, you know the likes of Madison, yeah, he's gone up in price. We now both can't afford him, straight up anyway. If they play 120 minutes on Thursday, and Madison plays 120 minutes, does he even start the Newcastle game? Do, do Leicester care? Because if they go through this Europa League tie... Surely Rogers isn't going to want to then turn that around after three day turnaround, and then play Madison in the likes for another ninety minutes. We could well see a very heavily rotated team at the weekend, and then you're looking at one game and it's away, like you said at Everton, Goodison Park. They're gonna they're gonna want the points. Are Leicester a little bit of a trap? Possibly. Mm. Yeah, it's again hard to call. It is. I'm thinking about it more and more, and uh, yeah, it's a toughie. Um, the second last game of then, and uh, a game that really cheered me up. Uh, I had this on Sky Sports, obviously before the uh, the big game. Timo fucking Pookie. Uh, yeah, Nor- fair, fair play to you. Norwich two, Burnley nil. That <laughs> <laughs> clean sheet wipeout brought him in, and yeah. he, he did the business. Um, at first, I thought, oh no, bless him, he's brought him in and. Lees Malou scored the goal, but obviously he left it late, but he did score. He did. Got me a nine-pointer. Uh, I can't can't take that away from the man, honestly. It was uh, the pookie party. Yeah, it was only right that I did it because, I mean, Kane is obviously the, the one forward that I've maintained and Broia uh, was in, ineligible. So, yeah, I ended up just moving my third striker onto uh, Timo Pookie and um, the man came away with uh, the goods. Can't Can't say no to that, really. Would you Burnley or another one of those teams double West Ham away, Southampton at home? You yourself are on Veghorst. Yep. Even with the double, are you tempted to move him on? Yes. <laughs> I'd say, yeah, don't go there. And if you are on them, maybe even consider alternative options around you because. Well, didn't Veghorst get taken off early as well? He did. And I feel like there's a risk that he's either going to get benched for both of the games, one of the games, or get taken off early in both of the games. Yeah. So even if he plays 180 minutes, I'm not expecting much. No. I'm expecting a booking in one game and 90 minutes in the other game. Yeah. Three points. That's what I'm expecting. <laughs> yeah, I fully agree. Whereas, obviously, Saints, I guess we didn't really touch on the fact they've got the double, but, you know, the likes of Broya, he's at a rest. Che Adams is going to start every game. I think, yeah, they could yeah. be better alternative options. I guess it's the problem is, do I hit out a player that is taking, playing a double game week? It feels a bit illogical. Yeah, for, <laughs> for a hit, maybe not. If if that, if that I've seen people that have got two free transfers, for instance, and have got a decent setup and they're not sure what to do. If you've got Veghorst in your team and you've got those free transfers, I wouldn't say no to, to moving him on. Because I think, yeah, like you said, he's a, he's a risk now. And he's looked completely out of form. And as we've said this, we'll come back on the next podcast and they have scored twice, got an assist and, you know, be player of the week. But <laughs> I, I, just, so. yeah, I just, <laughs> I'm glad I didn't go there, put it that way. Yeah, I don't blame you. And then the final game and what a game it was, albeit 
Man City should have ran away with this in the first half. It was Man City 2, Liverpool 2. Such a good game. Um, a big game that finally really delivered on its yeah. promise of being a big game. Uh, yeah, the pace of it in the first half, well, pretty much the whole game yeah. was just end-to-end, frantic. Um, just oh, just It was just brilliant. Yeah, Van Dyke doing some great defensive work, tackles, but then obviously beautiful passing from City, oh, yeah. breaking through. It was... Yeah, it was, a, it was a great watch. And uh, De Bruyne seems to have sort of hit a bit of a powerful patch in oh, the does. league and know. the Champions League. He's very much in form at the moment. Yeah, I just wish there was a way to to navigate him in. And that way may well be when our wildcard. Um, I'm hoping, you know, by the time we come to game week 34, we'll know a bit more after the, the Champions League exploits, whether they're, they're still in or whether they're out, what's happening in the, uh, the FA Cup. But yeah, from... I mean, their fixtures. Look at the fixtures. Their fixtures yeah. are unbelievable. It's Watford at home, Leeds away, Newcastle at home. Like, if one of those becomes a double, obviously with with that Wolves fixture, I think I've got to bring in big game, Kev. Surely, like, even if a wild card game week thirty four, De Bruyne could tear it up in the run end to the the end of the season, and he just looks so sharp. I'd be amazed if Pep then takes him out of the squad for a league game because it just seems like because he's getting so many minutes at the moment it's just going consistently from game to game to game if you then take him out and give him a bit of a rest is that going to kind of halt his current progress like i'd be yeah, interested I think, well, I th- yeah i think pep's very much about rhythm and yeah maybe he wants to keep that going and yeah i mean the the, the gap is so small between yep. them and liverpool that you, i think he you can't risk it has to play, yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. It's not like if they go through in the Champions League season's gone by that they could then say, ah, well, going to rest a few players. Like, well, we don't need it. There's there's two points in it. So if they draw and then Liverpool win, that's it. Like, you know, it's, it's game on. They, they need to keep winning games. And yeah, because of that, I'd be amazed if De Bruyne is, is benched. You know, him, Foden, I think they're all incredibly... Cancelo... It's probably the only City player most people have got at the moment is Cancelo. And yeah, I think they're all playing at the moment and they have to. That's just more of a thing is they have to play. So yeah, Kevin De Bruyne may well find a way into my team um, come game week 34. Scary. Yeah. <laughs> and um, obviously on the Liverpool side, uh, a lot of people I saw benching, you know, Liverpool assets and City assets for this one. And Cancelo, Salah, Trent all got an assist. You know, it it kind of just shows, even in a game like this, yeah, they might not get the clean sheet, but five-pointer, you, you're going to take that. And you benched Van Dijk, though, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, <laughs> he, he's, the, he's the only player that I thought probably wouldn't get an attack in return. And, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, and thankfully, yeah, got himself a, a zero-pointer, got with the yellow card, so that paid off. Jota um, is another player that I'm interested in. However, with me and obviously what we've just said with Man City, I think Liverpool are slightly different because they've got such attacking talent for those, what, front three? But you've got Jota, Firmino, Diaz, Mane, Salah. They can all slot in. I think there's a bit of a risk there. As much as I'd love to go Jota because of his price, I'll just be concerned that he's then rest If they go through in the Champions League, I'd just be concerned that he's rested for... A yeah. couple of games in a row, and that's not what you want. No, I'd, I'd agree with that. I think Salah's the only one that's probably going to play most of them. Definitely. 
Right then. Well, should we quickly uh, jump on to uh, how we got in this game week, mate, before we uh, close yeah. things up? Yep. So it was a brilliant game week for myself. Uh, 84 points. Smashed it. 42, 42 of those are thanks to Son, captaincy, uh, trial for Kulisevsky, and two Chelsea clean sheets for Thiago Silva and Rudiger. Uh, five for Cancelo, five for Salah, and yeah, I'm very happy with that. And it takes me up to one seven eight k from two three three. So nice. I'm very very happy with that. Very nice. So you still what? Still targeting top hundred k then? Yeah, might as well. I mean, if you can get a jump like that in one game week, think of the doubles that we've got coming up as well. I think yeah, that there's every chance. I myself got um seventy one points, which I was pretty happy with given the average was 48, which really surprised me, actually. Um, a game week rant of just under a million, which can't really complain about. Uh, yeah, very similar players to you, to be fair. You know, Kulusevski, I guess the difference was the fact between me and the average was the fact that I've got Puki and Rafinha. Um, a lot of people obviously either don't own Puki or have moved off Rafinha by now. So the extra 19 points from those really made the difference. And uh, yeah, I've jumped up again to um, 41k. So I'm nice. still, still trying to push on. And obviously I've got the wild card and the bench boost to hand. I'm really hoping that helps me. I'm expecting to see a bit of a drop this week from against the free hitters. Um, but I'm hoping maybe my single game week players can, can pull me through and yeah, really push on from game week 34 to the end of the season. Yeah, good luck. All right then. Well, um, I think uh, that probably brings us to a close. Obviously we've got thankfully a saturday deadline saturday the 16th early kickoff spurs against brighton so we've got quite a while to uh get some team news hopefully the friday team news will be really useful particularly after those europa league and champions league games and then we'll go from there james so um as always mate it has been a pleasure and it is a goodbye from me and goodbye from me cheers guys <laughs>